Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hi, and welcome to the New Warehouse Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Lawton. This week, I am joined by Robin Gregg, who is the CEO of RoadSync. And RoadSync helps uh, to provide more streamlined payment options for uh, the logistics and transportation industries, uh, many different facets. Uh, so Robin is going to talk to us about what RoadSync is, how RoadSync works, um, how the technology works, um, and also talk to us a little bit about current state in the industry and how RoadSync uh, helps operations to improve from where they are currently uh, to a more streamlined process and how that kind of gives you some benefits in terms of time saving um, and more focus on actual work. Uh, so, Robin, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, definitely. Happy to have you on. Um, so why don't you tell us, I guess, why don't you first tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and kind of how you ended up at RoadSync? Sure, happy to. I am a 15-year payment veteran. Um, okay. I started my career working at Capital One, um, and then I was actually at a, this is, this is my second startup. So my first startup was a company called Revolution Money okay. that was creating an alternative payments company. And um, from there, I ended up, uh, when we sold that company to Amex, I ended up going to Fleetcore. And Fleetcore is probably recognizable to some folks in the logistics space because it's the world's largest provider of fuel cards. Um, so anybody okay. who is operating vehicles for business purposes probably has a, has a fuel card. Um, so I joined that company, and it actually was private equity-backed, so it IPO'd while I was there, mm. had a really interesting seven-year career there, and I learned a lot about um, selling into sort of more industrial markets. I learned a lot about some of the financial products that people were using in this space and um, really how much opportunity there was. I mean, there's a lot of pockets that are underserved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided after about seven years there, I really wanted to do something entrepreneurial again, and I ended up coming across this team that was um, had basically come up with a way for warehouses to real-time invoice and accept payments digitally from truck drivers for things like unloading fees, um, late fees, rescheduling fees. And they basically were replacing this really paper-based process that was super cumbersome yeah. and making it more like using Square. Um, you know how we sometimes encounter Square if we're buying a cup of coffee or even at like vendors at, you know, you know, I don't know, like a, like a arts and crafts uh, summer. Yeah, right. A summer yeah. festival, like all these people in the world that are consumer facing have access to really easy um, mobile and digital payments. But in the B2B space, not so much. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and so I was really excited about it because I knew logistics was a great market. I knew there was a lot of paper to chase. And oh, so yeah. we, <laughs> yeah, right. So we set up, uh, uh, set on a course to really help tackle as many of these little paper-based payment invoicing and payment collection problems as we possibly can. So that's how we became who we are. Uh, I actually rebranded the company. We were originally called My Lumper, which is like the industry term for um, <laughs> folks that who unload vehicles. That it's, everybody in that industry, yeah. um, we'll say everybody, but a lot of folks don't love that term. Um, so and we wanted to serve people more broadly anyway. So we rebranded in RoadSync in 2017. Um, and now we serve, um, we're used in um, hundreds of locations nationwide. We're used by warehouses. We're used by freight handlers. We're used by heavy truck repair, towing, and maintenance merchants. Okay. Anywhere where people were paper invoicing and collecting payment, that's what we what we do. Okay, very interesting. I think uh, I think just like you said, you know, the trucking industry, especially, I think I think now is catching up, but has been somewhat kind of outdated. It's such a it's such an old industry, um, and I think the technology has not necessarily caught up. But now, in the past couple of years, um, with companies like RoadSync coming along, I think they're kind of catching up with the times. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of paperwork um, to chase, definitely. So. Being able to reduce that paperwork in some way uh, is definitely a huge step in the right direction. So I'm curious, actually, when you're talking about startups, um, obviously in the, like I mentioning that the logistics field um, is a little bit outdated. What do you think, what do you think the startup environment is like um, in the logistics field right now? Because it's very, very much, I think, a lot of opportunity to bring more technology in. But uh, what's your perspective on that? I think it's a great time to be a startup in the logistics space. I mm-hmm. think because um, everyone is so used to doing certain things um, as consumers, um, a mm-hmm. lot of these businesses are really ready to be more streamlined in their business lives. And it makes sense. Everybody carries smartphones now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my parents are on Facebook. Like, it's just, you know, people people expect to do things in a certain way. And I think people are ready to be open to these things, to be more modern and to update operations. Um, and so startups um, in the logistics space are you know, pretty popular right now. Uh, mm. I think a lot of people were chasing digital brokerage, uh, and yeah. so that was really hot. And we saw a lot of things like Uber Freight and other similar type business models. But now you're seeing a lot of other stuff like visibility, um, a lot of business process automation. Um, I think it's a great time to be a startup in the logistics space. There's a lot of um, venture capital that's, that's kind of intrigued by the space. Yeah. Um, I won't lie. I've uh, we we are venture backed, and I've pitched a lot of venture okay. capitalists on our on our business. Um, and you know, some people get really excited because we're trying to automate this industry with that's a vast mm-hmm. industry, and there's a lot of opportunity. And some kind of glaze over as I describe the ecosystem and <laughs> all of its intricacies. But um, but I think in the in general, I mean, there there's a pretty great segment of people who are actively investing in the space, and so you can get capital. Um, you can get talent, um, and I think a lot of people are, are very interested in the space. So I think it's a good time to be a startup in, in logistics. Definitely, definitely, I agree. I mean, I think that you know, just like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity. I think, and you know, logistics is growing so much; it's just getting bigger and bigger. I mean, you know, even with Amazon kind of entering the transportation space, and you know, predictions of them surpassing UPS and FedEx, and all those different types of things, and then all these independent carriers coming in too and utilizing like uber freight like you mentioned and 
all these different aspects, I think there's a lot of opportunity for technology to be implemented and companies to kind of take away things that have been done the same way over and over for years um, and make them more streamlined and more efficient, uh, kind of like you guys are doing. So Roadsync, I think you said it best, is probably the best analogy is it's like square for, I guess, truckers, transportation, and warehousing. So how does it how does it actually work? Is there actually a type of device that the payment goes through, or how does the payment actually flow through? Yeah. Um, so most of our customers, over half, access our platform in some mobile way. Um, okay. So that usually it's, our application is cloud-based. Most folks are doing it through using it through a tablet or a smartphone. Um, and what our platform allows them to do is basically easily create a custom um, data capture and invoice generation. So it's almost okay. like a little, you know, cash register point of sale sort of experience for their employees. Because right. one of the problems we, we saw in almost any of these use cases that we're serving is that you often have an employee, maybe a warehouse clerk, mm-hmm. maybe a technician who is generating the invoice for payment. Right. And they might not really know the rate schedules or they might get them wrong and they they might be calculating them from a scrap of paper that's mm-hmm. laying nearby. We even had a customer that used to have an Excel macro that someone would have to run to figure out their various assessorial fees. Yeah. And, you know, our system just does that for them. We just set it up. It's very easy. The workflow is very easy. Um, and then once an invoice is generated, um, the person, the employee can collect payment from the truck driver or in some cases, actually a collect payment from somebody off-site, um, like a broker or the truck driver's employer, um, you know, real-time. So we actually can text the invoice to someone else. And that's often used in places like for like big heavy truck repairs. Mm-hmm. It's a couple thousand dollar repair. Somebody else wants to see it and approve it, but the repair shop might want to sign off on it and, and might want to have payment before they release the truck. Um, so we actually allow a bunch of different workflows to happen all within a single platform. Um, and when it's time for payment, uh, you know, the person, you know, generating payment or getting paying can actually uh, put in the information through the invoice on his phone um, or that he can provide that information to the clerk. Um, we actually help people do ACH payments, credit card, debit card, and then we even help people with fleet checks because um, those are still commonly carried around in the industry. So our goal is to, like, whatever they have, make it really easy. For the most part, people don't have any hardware. Um, mm. You know, people like that. These environments are not a great place to have to keep track of a Bluetooth card reader. Um, and <laughs> no, so the fact all. that they can use, right? I mean, so a lot yeah. of our customers, we, we actually had a card reader product. Mm. It was, like, a $250 product, and we showed it to one of our warehouse clients, and they were like, yeah, somebody's going to run over that with a forklift. And we're like, okay, good yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so they like just using really cheap Samsung tablets and, you know, things like that that they can easily replace um, if they're not doing things at like a clerk window or something like that. So it's it's easy. I mean, we make it easy. We make it easy to get started. We make it easy to get set up. And, you know, it doesn't help anyone have this be costly and difficult mm-hmm. to get implemented. So most of our customers can get started in 30 minutes. Oh, in just 30 minutes. That's great. In 30, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, even big warehouses can do it. They just have to train, you know, train their employees pretty easily, and and, and they're off they're off and running. Oh. We'll be back after a quick break. 
You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so so actually you mentioned, you know, talking about uh, checking invoices and not knowing the correct rates and all that stuff manually. Um, before RoadSync, and I actually know somebody in the industry, and they work for a transportation company, and uh, they spend, like, a lot of their time during the week uh, just checking invoices to verify that they're correct. And, like, I always talk to them, and they're like, they're like, oh, I'm checking invoices, and I'm like, invoices again? Like, there has to be some way to make this better. So it sounds like RoadSync is, is a solution for that issue. Um, so why don't you tell us, I guess, why don't we take it back a couple steps and for those people that are listening that maybe are not uh as familiar with this process um how how does it work i guess currently or in in the old school i guess we can say um for people who don't have a platform like roadsync how how would the process that roadsync kind of improves work current state before you implement roadsync yeah i mean it it varies a little based on the Mm -hmm. the type of customer serving but let's take um take a cold storage facility. So cold storage facilities care a lot about people being on time. Um, They might sometimes charge for unloading. Um, And so they will charge late fees if people miss their scheduled appointment time. They might charge for unloading fees and a bunch of, they might charge for fuel if you run out of fuel in the yard. And so previously what these folks would would do is if a truck driver arrived to the facility and he realized he was late for his appointment time, Mm -hmm. the facility would be like, yep, great. Um, you owe us 150 bucks for being late. Um, the truck driver would then have to figure out how to pay that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he didn't have a fleet check on him, he would have to call his dispatch and get one. Or he might have to go back to a truck stop and get cash if he didn't happen to have the cash. And then the facility would hand write out an invoice or receipt, maybe print one, mm-hmm. and hand it to the truck driver. Um, the truck driver would hand over payment. So if it was a fleet check, a lot of our customers used to Xerox copies of the fleet check and of the invoice, and then they would just store it all in case they had problems later. Yeah. And then they would verify the fleet checks. So if fleet checks to be verified, you have to call them in through an IVR and make sure that the funds are good. And then somebody takes it to the bank at night. Um, and then in the back end, someone is in their accounting department trying to reconcile all that and, and kind of create a record. Oh, we received this $150 from this person on this date at this mm-hmm. facility, and here we see it in our bank. And it's just really cumbersome. Um, and so people are doing that similar processes with pre checks, with cash, with money orders. We even had companies doing money orders. Um, rarely were they doing credit cards because they didn't really want to deal with that at their facilities. There wasn't an easy way to integrate that into their operations. And, and now with RoadSync, they can do that all on one platform. They don't have to store all of those uh, checks on site. They don't have to call in to verify. We take care of it. They don't have to worry about reconciling things because we deposit everything into their bank account. 
We, dep- we allow them to easily accept credit cards and debit cards with almost okay. all of our customers are doing. And it's just an easier all-in-one experience. So there's not that manual process like it was before. Wow. So it's really, so now does the, so like if the warehouse is receiving something and it's late and so they're charging the driver, does the driver and the warehouse both have to have road sync or no, if just the warehouse has road sync, they're good? No, just, just the warehouse. It's just like how you and I don't have to have square to, to make a payment. Um, We are allowing drivers. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we are allowing drivers and, and carriers to set up payer accounts just so they can kind of retrieve their invoices and their receipts later. Okay. Um, that's really important because they have to get reimbursed. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're starting to add that as a feature um, and as a service to, to customers. But right now, it doesn't. they don't have to do anything. They don't have to have an app downloaded. And we thought that's pretty important. I mean, the industry is very fragmented you never know which drivers are going to which facilities and so to have to have both ends have the same application was kind of a non-starter um so we make it easy I mean, we just we really want people to basically support how they want to do business mm-hmm. how they want to have workflow already happening in their facilities and just make that automated and streamlined okay all right it makes a lot of sense so so you talked about implementation a little bit you said it takes about 30 minutes to implement which is amazing i would say um, so after the implementation, uh, what, what types of improvements are organizations seeing in terms of, I guess, productivity and kind of streamlining processes? Do you have any kind of, uh, examples of how companies have really improved, um, and maybe some numbers to support that? Yeah. So, um, the, the ways that we help our customers are, are kind of twofold. First of all, we, um, we basically kind of, solidify and make more accurate revenue collection. So okay. previously before before RoadSync, they didn't really have a great record of the stuff that they were collecting. They also didn't know if their employees were charging the right thing or if they were waiving fees. Um, and so now they have that. And so just the fact that you have oversight of something usually makes it easier to make sure you collect everything you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, we have customers who think that they're collecting anywhere from 5 to 10% more because they don't have to worry about errors. They don't have to worry about fraud. I mean, obviously, if the facilities that were collecting cash, cash can walk away easily. Yeah. Um, and so we really have helped them in, in those areas. So increased revenue collection is a big deal. Um, the other thing that we're helping our customers do is, um, you know, it's just a faster process. So everything from having things that you have to scan in or take to the bank to having to reconcile to just the, you know, conducting the payment itself is a lot faster. Um, for example, just, you know, collecting the payment, the paper-based process typically could take people up to 15 minutes, probably on average about five minutes. We take no, we, it's 30 seconds to do a payment on our, our system. Wow. So that means they can actually get the drivers back out on, you know, back out, uh, get them on the road again and not get them stuck doing this, you know, payment process. And that can be really important, especially for like some of the higher velocity facilities. Mm. You know, they don't want to have a line of drivers stuck waiting to make payment. Yeah, yeah. It ends up holding everybody else up. It's kind of domino effect in that sense. Yeah. All right. So, um, so really good stuff. I mean, it sounds like RoadSync, you know, can really help to streamline that process. Um, it sounds like it can reduce the amount of people that are actually involved in the process too as well you know you mentioned tying it back in the back end and then somebody um, dropping off the check as well later in the night 
um, and improves the flexibility too. So it sounds like a really good product. So so now you say that implementation takes 30 minutes. So is that like just a remote implementation software install or how does that work? No, um, usually what we're doing for folks is we, we, we kind of interview them to understand how they want their workflow to, to occur okay. and kind of what features of the product they want to use. Um, and then we use that thir- those 30 minutes to set it up um, we actually allow these facilities to collect a lot of extra data. Um, so, for example, if they want appointment numbers or other internal numbers, we can collect that. If they want to know which employee worked a certain load, we can help them collect that. Um, time in, time out. I mean, there's just a bunch of data that can be collected custom. So we work with folks to do that. Um, we also uh, have their rate schedules and how they want to charge for their services, and we have to upload that as well. And that's all very easy to do. It's all you know, cloud-based on our end. We usually do it for our customers the first time around. They can modify it themselves later, but we just want to make it easy. We also set up user accounts, so you know, there's facilities that might have dozens of employees that use it, but they only want them to see certain info. We can, can configure the platform that way. We can set up custom reporting. Um, all of that we we take care of for our customers to make it a pretty easy implementation. Okay, pretty cool. So so aside from the payment, you can you can also it sounds like use the platform almost like a, like a scheduling tool in a sense, recording what trucks come in and out and who who worked those trucks, things of the, that nature. Yeah, it, I mean it's sort of less a scheduling tool, but it's more of a um, kind of an inbound uh, data tra- tracking. I mean we have a couple okay. customers who, for example, don't. Um, they, they don't, they might charge accessorials, but they bill them later. Um, so they can actually use our platform just to track those and track what happened on that load. Mm-hmm. We even allow people to attach, um, pictures and files to, and other documentation to the invoices. So if they actually wanted to, you know, charge someone for a restacking because the load came in and it was a disaster, mm-hmm. they can take a bunch of pictures, attach it to an invoice and send it to a customer that way so that they can actually see what work had to happen um, okay. and have some proof of it. Um, in the repair space, we actually see people taking pictures of like the side of the door of the truck, so it's sort of verification that they actually worked on that truck, yeah. sometimes the parts, the repair that was done. Um, so it's information capture in a bunch of different ways, and we know that that's important. I mean, the problem with the industry is that it's really fragmented. You often have people who are working together in this particular moment that don't know each other and may not trust each other. Yeah. And so just clarity and having the data available really helps remove friction from these transactions. Definitely, yeah. I think it makes the uh, back and forth less back and forth and more uh, clear cut for sure. Exactly. I mean, you want to know, I mean, on the payer side, you want to know that you, what you're getting charged for is fair. And yeah. so having a really clear bill, having it in a standard format, having pictures and other supporting documentation is helpful on both ends. So what else uh, should we know about RoadSync before we wrap up here? Um, well, I mean, we are we serve a variety of different people. So I think pretty much anyone in the logistics space mm-hmm. that has a paper invoicing and payments problem, we'd love to talk to, not just even – I'm always surprised by the uh, various different use cases we've discovered as we've kind of gotten into it. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're proud Atlanta company. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. a – it's a great place to have a sort of a logistics related business, but that's also a payments business. Atlanta has a great payments town. And, uh, and, you know, we're always, we're actually growing. We're always looking to add new talent. So, um, you know, folks are interested, definitely come my way. Oh, okay. Definitely. So, so you guys are in Atlanta. Will you be at Modex in March? Most likely. Yes. Yep. 
Okay, awesome. We will be there as well. Uh, we'll actually be podcasting from the floor, so hopefully we can connect there too. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I'd like to. It'd be great to meet you in person too. Yeah, of course, definitely. Uh, so, yeah. what about what about the future of RoadSync? What does the future of RoadSync look like as the technology evolves? Yeah, we're just trying to get more and more sophisticated about serving different types of users. Um, you know, one of the different types of users that we're interested in helping serve more are the people who are currently paying. So drivers and okay. carriers, um, you know, so like I said, we just launched the ability for them to establish payer accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want to give them more options and control over how they pay for things. Um, we might want to encourage them to use our, our platform themselves for their own invoicing and payment collection needs. Um, and so that's, we're going to spend a lot of time over the next 12 months working on that. Um, and di- in addition to just making a, this a richer solution, I'm interested in integrating with folks like appointment setting platforms and other things that might be really specialized to specific use cases. I mean, if there are things that we can help power um, with our platform, we're definitely interested in doing that. So I think can I get it broader in the industry, uh, deepening the services that we're offering to our customers and making sure we're serving more and more users is what where we'll focus over the next 12 months. Okay. Awesome. sounds like you guys are really uh, on the move in the right direction. And, and I think that, the solution that you're providing um, is really, really important uh, for companies that want to kind of streamline that process um, and turn volume um, more fast, um, faster as uh, as businesses grow and volume tends to increase, um, especially as, you know, e-commerce and all those different things are picking up uh, speed. We just want to increase service level. Um, so anything that you can reduce time, like you said, reducing from 15 minutes to 30 seconds is, is a huge win. Um, so I appreciate what you're doing there. Uh, so what what can people do if they want to find out more about RoadSync? Yeah, we're at RoadSync.com, and we also are on Twitter at GoRoadSync. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're available both places. Okay, great. Uh, so, Robin, thank you so much for coming on the New Warehouse podcast, and we'll definitely put some more information on the NewWarehouse.com. Thanks again. You've been listening to the New Warehouse podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.